Hi guys, welcome to the Self-Propelled Flower podcast. Welcome to episode 9 of our podcast. We're so excited that you decided to join us and I hope you enjoy what God has in store for you today. In today's episode, I have a special guest with me and we will be discussing comparison and trusting God. Hi guys, welcome to the Self-Propelled Flower. The Self-Propelled Flower is a Christian community that I have created to be a source of communication, conversation, and education for young women. Why did I create it? To be simple, I just want to be who I needed when I was a young woman. Who am I? I'm Tapiwa Simukwai, I'm a Christian, I'm a wife, I'm a mother, a lawyer, and an academic. I hope that this platform can be a source of wellness and development for young women. Thank you so much for joining us. I don't know if I should allow her to introduce herself. To me, she's a powerhouse. She's a lighthouse. Mm. It's a phenomenal woman, okay? I have on my very good friend, Chimfwembe, here. And yeah, Chimfwembe, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm Um, so honored. I'm so, so, you don't even understand my excitement. Like, ah, my heart is so happy. Um. We have been discussing um, her coming on for some time, and I'm finally excited God has made this possible. Like I mentioned, we're discussing comparison and trusting God. So, um, yeah, (sighs) where to start from, where to start from? Um, Earlier in the morning, I was reading a scripture in Galatians 1 verse 10, where Paul is ministering to the church. um, And what he says is, I'm now trying to win the favor Am I now trying to win the favor and approval of men or of God? Or am I seeking to please someone? If I were still trying to be popular with men, I would not be a born servant of Christ. For me, when I think of comparison, when I think of trusting God, this scripture really speaks to me, mm-hmm. um, especially because I'm looking at the world and the society that we're living in and how Paul is ministering to the church and he's literally asking who exactly am I trying to seek approval or, or favor from? Am I looking for the favor of God or am I looking for the favor of men? And at this point, he says, if I'm looking for the favor of men, am I even a born servant of Christ? Um, as believers, um, our duty, literally, our role in this world is one, to preach the gospel, but also to be an example for the people as to um, the kind of people God has here. So the question that we continuously have to ask ourselves is whose approval are we trying to seek yeah um so yeah please tell us what you think about this yeah so um comparison i think it's become even more difficult for people that are growing up now like Mm. in comparison to our to our upbringing exactly so there's like social media there's so much to see There's also different people speaking into your life. Exactly. And I think it's something that I struggled with for a long time, unfortunately. Please tell me about And I it. think for me, <laughs> yes. it was because I have a twin sister and yeah. we are... Love you, twin sister. <laughs> <laughs> two separate individuals, mm. but it's inevitable for people to compare you. Of course. Because they're seeing two similar people or yeah. two people that look alike and... It's almost like everyone expects you to do things a certain way. Mm. I think, um, not that our parents raised us badly. They did the best they could. <laughs> yes. And they did a very great job, an I would like job. to say. Shout out mom and dad. <laughs> exactly. But even they would be like, eh, why aren't you doing shiny like Mutaleo? Why yeah. aren't you doing? And yeah. that, it begins to get to you. Yeah. And I think if you don't deal with it from a 
young age, it yeah. can creep up and affect you in different ways. Yeah. But that's not what we're focusing on. We're just focusing on comparison generally. Because but I like that you've brought that up, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, don't shut it down because um, it's something that many other people would want to hear about. Yeah. And um, for you, you're a twin, but also um, on a relatable point for everyone else is many of them grow up being compared to their siblings yeah. and um, just navigating that for me it's something that I really want you to delve into a little bit and um, just speak on it um, surviving comparison with your siblings and for you especially a twin how do you survive that I can only imagine even being your young sister or your young brother yeah it's all and you know <laughs> please speak on that and just um, like talk to us a bit more about that yeah um and i think it's something our parents do mm-hmm. because maybe they may not fully realize or see that each person is unique in their own way like exactly. they are raising you in the same home they are raising you in the same house so they're like if mutalepas is number one busi should also pass number one mubanga should also pass number one exactly but everyone may have different capabilities mm. so i think it stems from that it stems from maybe them not being fully aware of that and if we don't clip it like if we don't deal with it even in our upbringing mm. it may negatively affect us as we grow up in the future so i yeah. think for me um i noticed that it showed up badly in my previous relationship mm. to a point that my partner was like mm, baby girl, you need to go to like you, we need to deal with this because yeah. it's not healthy yeah And I even did like a bit of therapy to to kind of deal with it. And I think I got the resources and tools I need and tools I needed to navigate that aspect of life. Yeah. But I think it's something that you need to be aware of. You need Mm. to be aware of the fact that you're an individual. Yes. I think it also stems from you not fully knowing yourself as well because I realized that I was comparing myself maybe not even to Mutale but to other people yes because I wasn't fully aware of what I was capable mm, self discovery exactly so I really had to now get on a journey of beginning to learn myself to mm. begin to learn my strengths mm. and I think that's something that people that are struggling with comparison can already begin to do yeah Um Psalm 139 talks about how God knows us like yes go back to the creator and be like Um what is it about me what makes me unique what are my exactly. strengths what are my weaknesses exactly yeah uh, it's unfortunate that we sometimes tend to look at other people and be like okay i want to be like that but they also have strengths and weaknesses exactly that you may not be privy to so i yeah. think a key thing in dealing with comparison is um learning yourself going back to god and really beginning to discover yourself I think you've you've brought up something that is very important saying um comparison um or navigating comparison um not just with our siblings maybe but also um generally in society and how you've mentioned such an important point which I don't want any of us to undermine is self discovery mm-hmm. is um I think one of the biggest way of targeting comparing yourself to others is discovering who you are exactly and many of us live under the shadow of other people mm-hmm. you know and now with social media which makes it very easy for us to see who other people um think of themselves as because mm-hmm. what it is is it's not exactly who people are that we see Entirely, um, most exactly. times it's what they think they are and what they want to present to the world mm-hmm. as what they are um so for me um self discovery is very important and you've also mentioned another point um about how you can go about it which i want everyone listening to um here which is going back to the bible mm-hmm. and i think 
the biggest thing about self-discovery is knowing who created you. Yes. And as Christians, our belief is that we're created in God and God is our creator, meaning our identity can be found in who he has called us to be. Mm. And the only way of knowing that is, like you've said, going back to the scriptures and reading and saying, what does God actually say about me? Yeah. And um, yesterday, actually, my sister had posted something to her Instagram where she was talking about um, how she reads the Bible and ways in which um, you can read the Bible. Okay, so that. Yeah, yeah, Deborah posted that yesterday. And for me... Um, I, I think maybe she didn't even realize what she did, but it's something that is so cardinal because most times we read the Bible and there's no system or method to doing it. So most times when you tell a young person, a young girl or a young boy or lady or gentleman, whoever it is, when you tell them, read the Bible to discover yourself, um, it's very difficult because like I just opened the Bible and I'm like, oh, okay, a letter what, from Paul to the church. Exactly. At, you know what I mean? And you, you start to think, okay, how how does this even apply to me and how can I even find myself? But um, she posted... Um, the method in which she reads the Bible. And I wish I actually took it down I, to present to everyone. I, I took a screenshot because it was also like, it was a build up. I think, I don't know what her source was, but yeah. I know on Sunday, this a pastor from Mount Zion yeah. who was talking about um, getting to know the, attribute, the, attributes, the attributes of God. God. Yes. So she posted the scripture. So I'm looking at the screenshot now. Mm -hmm. She gave Let's a summary. Mm -hmm. So she used Daniel 6 verse 14 to 27 mm -hmm. then the summary is about how king darius falls into a trap yes. and has to have daniel thrown into the lion's den mm -hmm. against his wishes yeah he throws him in and goes back to the palace worried about daniel mm -hmm. early the next morning the king goes to check on daniel and finds that god saved him mm. so she now then brings out the attributes of God based yes. on that. So she talks about how he's a God that saves. Yeah. He's a rewarder of those that trust him and serve him. He's a living and ever-present God. Mm. Then she further went down to highlight the significance of these attributes to a believer. Mm. Mm. How we can be confident that God will save us in times of trouble. Mm. How we are, we are reassured that he's a living God, he's yes. present, and how we can apply that to our lives. Yes. And... For me, um, I think uh, how posting that was very cardinal because it gives the believer um, an understanding mm -hmm. of how to go about seeking who you are in yes. God in the scriptures. And I, she actually said, what, what method do you use? And for me, I use the SOAP method where I read the scripture, I observe. Yeah, I do my observation and then my application and I pray on that scripture. Um, that way... The, for me, it's the application part where you actually take time to sit with the scripture mm -hmm. and ask God, how does this scripture apply, apply to where I am in my life and to who I am as an individual? Mm -hmm. And what that does is it allows God to begin to reveal himself to you and to begin to make you understand how the word of God can actually be applicable um, in your life. And so for anyone who is... Um, going to undertake the journey of self-discovery or anyone who is in it, even for us who may already feel like we know who we are, but you know, I feel like self-discovery is continuous. Yeah. It's a way for us to now say, okay, even if it comes down to the Bible, how can I go about reading the Bible mm -hmm. so that I can see what God is saying about me and how I can apply that word to my life. So for me, in terms of comparison, the aspect you've brought in of self-discovery is so, so cardinal. And I honestly, guys, you, what you need to do today is actually go out and find a way in which you can read the Bible. It can be the SOP method. It can be the me method that um, 
we've mentioned that Deborah posted where you're looking at the attributes of God and identifying who God is through those attributes. Um, that's one way to go about it. And um, when we also talk about comparison, I, 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 what I want you to address is maybe speak to us on um, dealing with social media mm-hmm. and dealing with comparison. What would okay. you have to say about that? I think that's where the aspect of also trusting God's timing for your life comes in. Mm. Because when you look at social media... Mm. Um, you just see like, okay, there's just a lot going on. Um, And social media has also kind of given us platforms to do more and be more, obviously. Mm. But sometimes if you're also not in a place where you are fully aware of yourself and what you carry and what you're capable of, you can easily allow that to get to you in such a way that you feel like, ah, okay, maybe I'm not doing enough. Yeah. Yeah. But... It should be something that shows you like, okay, you know what? I can see God doing this for this person and, and I should trust that, okay, yeah. even though it may not be at this point or at this time, mm. I should be able to trust that God is going to come through yeah. for me. I think a lot of times people say trust the timing of your life, but I think I learned that the timing of my life, like I believe that by the age of 25, I will be married oh, and you know, oh, all of those girl. things. Yeah. But now I believe in trusting God's timing for my life. Exactly. Because at 25, like, I don't think I was Even ready. Capable of handling exactly. what God would have blessed you with. So I like, I, I, it's, it's so important for you to not look at another person because our processes are also different. Yes. So what someone is able to achieve at 24 or 25, mm. for instance, like for you, sister, you have a child, you have a beautiful family. Mm-hmm. It doesn't, it shouldn't take away from someone who's not able to have those things at exactly. that age. Exactly. It's for you to be like, okay. And also for you to realize that nothing is wasted with God. That's something I also live by. Like yeah. if God says no for you, my dear, it's 35. Yeah, He's got a reason yeah, for that yeah. and he's not going to waste it. Yeah, And it's just, up to us to now get to a place where we fully trust him like okay so good this and this is what's happening i can see this happening for this person i can see this happening for that person and in that you also celebrate what god is doing but also come to a place because you also have that aspect of self-discovery that aspect of knowing yourself Mm. you get to a place where you're like okay no i trust what god is doing for my in my life Mm. and i believe when we get there is when we'll get there I think um, you mentioned something earlier that has really struck me. One thing I always like to say is, um, for me, okay, let me speak about it from people looking at me, Mm -hmm. is um, I don't like when people look at other people's lives or even my life and think it's a blueprint. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because even when you look at where I am, most people look at me and say, wow, you've achieved, you know, like it it looks almost ideal. Mm -hmm. But if I tell you, Never in my life did I ever think I'd be a 23-year-old who is married. Mm. It would be blasphemy if you if you told me this when <laughs> I was 20. Because, like, trust me, it sounds like such a joke, but I never, ever imagined. I was Mrs. Get the job done, meaning get the degree, meaning get the, get master's, the master's, meaning become a doctor. That's who, and you still are. You And honestly, I st- maybe not even to the same extent, but I still am. But if I tell you I never picture the man <laughs> in my life like I honestly I really didn't I knew like I'm gonna get married probably when I'm 28 or 29 when I'm you know doc 
and that was just my that was my goal in life but and i think also um relating it to trusting god is you know and you have plans yes <laughs> then god just that's yeah like, that's for me it plans was and god's plans are have, so different. they're so different and you know sometimes that's why they always say like when whatever plans you have pray about them and submit them to god mm. and I did that but God's will is greater than mine yeah. and for me it was so humbling um it may look like it may have been easy but now to tell me like you need to get married and God was so clear to me when I met my husband to say mm. this is going to be a marriage and it needs to happen and it needs to happen now but I was like 23 I'm telling myself like I'm a baby literally you know what I mean for that and literally that. it comes back to trusting God so now I had to move from being miss get it get the job done miss doc in the making you know what i mean to now being like oh you now need to be a wife now navigating marriage navigating being a wife handling a home having kids bro i have a kid do you understand like i thought you know what i mean like i always thought definitely 29 30 baby 32 and that, and another think, baby and i think that's where like you you never imagine that in your life yes. eh? like you never saw that Coming. possibly coming and then there's other people who Ooh. maybe that's, that's what they, they wanted yeah. that's what they yeah. saw yeah. and this is just to remind someone that there's no like one size fits all there's nothing there's, there's no just, blueprint there's life. just God's yeah. plan for Mutale's life God's plan exactly. for Chihane's life God's plan for Chihane's exactly. life so the, the the key thing is just to like focus on what God wants for you exactly and um uh, also another aspect of trusting God is knowing that um God is never late mm-hmm. and you need to be very careful with what you um you, we always hear preachings where they say your eyes your ears your mouth all of them are doors and windows mm-hmm. um, you know into your spirit and into your heart be very careful especially with social media in what you see yeah and on that topic um actually bring want, I want to bring light to the fact that i recently deleted my old instagram account which had been my instagram account for all my life basically and um My mentor asked me the moment like I requested to follow him he's like why on earth have you deleted your instagram like what's going on he literally got me and said what's happening is there like a crisis i should be handling and i told him i said do you know what happened with my social media it got to a point where and my instagram specifically in that instagram account it got to a point where i was seeing things that I had no business seeing. Yeah. And I failed to out always to myself, oh, I'll unfollow, I'll unfollow. But I almost got into this cycle where I would get dopamine off of seeing the content I used to see like I'd literally be like, "Oh my god, like I need to see like what's happening with this person or what's happening with this." And trust me, I'd unfollow people. Then I'd also be scared like some people if I unfollow them, then I'll start follow following them. them. <laughs> you know what I mean? But now it just got to a point where the Holy Spirit told me like this is holding you back mm. and you don't even understand um what you should be doing with your social media because you know our lives at the end of the day are for the glory of god, god. and my social media reached a point where i was trying to be miss mysterious miss nobody knows what i'm doing miss and it was very hard to manage that and now i just told myself i said you know what you need to start afresh you need to start new and you need to rediscover the purpose in which you can use your social media to serve God. Mm-hmm. And yes, there's a self-propelled flower, but the self-propelled flower is a completely different community from who I am as an individual. Exactly. And the question is, what am I putting out as tapiwa and what is that doing in people's lives? Mm-hmm. And also, what am I seeing as tapiwa and what is that doing for my life? Am I now um just using my social media just to 
Because, you know, it became like a way of me just keeping up to date with what people are doing in their lives mm-hmm. and not really a way of me ministering in any way. And that's kind of what I want uh, for my life. And to be honest, it's what we're called to do. Yeah. Is, you know, to use our platforms and whatever we're the doing glory for the glory of God. Of God. So, um, yeah, that's that's most of what I have to say about think, um, trusting God. Yeah, like I when I look at my siblings now and... I may not know like to the full extent of who they are following and what, exactly. but I just pray like even yes. for other young people that may be listening. Yeah. That they really get to a place where they are fully rooted in God. Yes. And fully in a place where they really get to a place where they discover who they are in God. Because mm. like, I think that's the only thing that will help, help you yeah. stand. Even when you're seeing people doing all sorts of things, things that may not even be so good. Or even if you see them living their best lives, it shouldn't get to a place where it now makes you feel like, what's going on? Like you should still just be able to celebrate those things. Yeah. And just be in a place where you're content with where you are. Because another thing comparison does, it makes you very discontent. Yes. So even when God is doing amazing things in your life, even you're not able to see it. Because you're just focused on what the other person person is doing. Which should be the case because yeah. in every season god is still doing something like that's true that's you should true. be able to recognize like okay so this is how far god has brought me or yes like even it could be how you would now begin to see things differently there's always just something that you can be aware of in hebrews 13 verse 5 to 6 uh, i was trying to find the perfect version but i clearly couldn't i think i said it for the message version it mm-hmm. says Don't be obsessed with getting more material things. Be relaxed with what you have. Since God assured us, I'll never let you down, never walk off and leave you. We can boldly quote, God is there, ready to help. I'm fearless no matter what. Who or what can get to me? And um, for me, this scripture is very powerful, especially in the fact that it's one of the scriptures where the Bible actually tells you, relax. Mm -hmm. Just calm down. Like, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like, just relax. Um, I was listening to Apostle Joshua Selman and um, he was preaching on Thanksgiving and he was saying, I think I even posted this to self Purple Flower and he was basically saying, um, you need to get to a point where you're aware of what God has done yes. and you're also aware of what God is doing. Mm. And to me is a comparison and looking at um, yourself in comparison to other people. It may not be... M- a lot up to do with material things. It might be to do with the work people are doing, yeah. like in your office. It might be to do with how people are achieving things in your school. And what the Bible is telling us to do is relax. And beyond relaxing is now we're hearing the apostle preaching and he's saying, be aware of what God has done. You know, when I heard that, I actually just sat down in my bed. I think this was like four the other day. Mm-hmm. And I literally just sat and I was like, are you even aware of what God has done? And you know I, what I mean? Yeah. And are you aware of what God is doing? It's a moment for reflection. It's a moment to just sit down and... And sometimes it takes intentionality, like yes. where you have to provoke certain things out exactly. of you. Like if it means you doing a gratitude list every Literally. day, writing down five things you're grateful yes. for so that you're really aware. Yeah, yeah. You begin to see like, oh... um. Today, I'm actually grateful that I've got beautiful hair. Exactly. Some people, okay, not that. No, thanks. <laughs> Taken. Sub take. Anyway, I deserve it. I cut my hair. So, I mean, who am I to speak? <laughs> so, you can, like, there's just so much you can yeah. be grateful for. Yeah. And 
sometimes it really takes the intentionality like mm. you've said like you were just seated in your bed and you were like okay i need to be aware yeah. sometimes it's like you saying okay for the next 30 days i'll write down what it is i'm grateful for mm, yeah okay. and um another thing um that i'd like to bring up is um you've brought up an aspect of doing like a gratitude challenge but it's something that i actually need to do because <laughs> i think you did it in the beginning of the year i don't know if it was your motel and i'm actually doing one now yeah? i'm just not posting it yeah i um, i think on that on that topic is something that is very important because when you actually make it a point to write down what god has mm-hmm. done you're forced to acknowledge even the things that you may not have been grateful for exactly and also it makes you actually shift and realize that maybe you were focusing on something that is actually minor mm-hmm. what god has actually done and what god is actually continuing to do in your life and um i don't want us to ever take for granted what we have um the other day i was listening to a story and um this person was just basically speaking about how they had um like warfare and attack from the enemy mm-hmm. and how this person literally shattered their limbs and shattered their legs and i was telling myself like tapi when was the last time you just sat down and said thank oh, you for, thank my, you for legs. my legs yeah you know what i mean and just being aware of like god is doing things god is helping you breathe right now mm-hmm. like literally god is able to allow you to even have a platform to listen to this podcast meaning you have a phone you meaning you have data. bundles meaning you have data mm. it's things that we take for granted because there's so many people who don't have access to those things and i just want to encourage everyone listening to this podcast like today take a moment should we give you a moment yes. take a moment <laughs> and um just be grateful for everything you have mm. because at the end of the day what comparison does is it shifts the focus from who god is and what god is doing and it now makes you hungry or eager to see okay now this is happening in that person's life when is it going to happen into mine and the moment you start comparing for me i genuinely feel like it steals your joy it it's even like i think it can even be a pride thing i remember yes. once speaking to someone and she was saying like when you really look at it comparison is you saying it's either two things you want mm-hmm. to be better off than the person yes or yeah in a place where like mm, i'm less off than the person yes so you don't like why should you even want to be better off than someone exactly and why should and what you makes think you think you're, you're not better exactly yeah. so it's really something that we should strive to deal with like ask god to help us deal with and i i, I think that's the only way also is um You know you could literally be in an excellent mood mm-hmm. and I've I've had I've heard this so much <laughs> my little cousins always come to me and say oh yeah but I don't have this bowl this, this you know what I mean you know what I mean like everyone is just bowling every you know what I mean and you <laughs> at the end of the day you even start admiring things that are wicked exactly you don't even know the source of where those things mm. are coming from and that's not to say you shouldn't aspire and you shouldn't be um you know ambitious to achieve things you always should be but um to look at your life and feel like god is doing less mm-hmm. and you have less than anyone else is a disservice It it's is. also about humility exactly um, it's also about contentment and you know being in a place where you're actually humble enough to say wow god you know look at what god is doing exactly. for me look at what god is doing in my life was also the uh, studying comparison for me i look at it as literally studying what other people are going through mm. and you taking that time to study what other people are going through is taking away from the time that you can have to actually introspect and say this is what i have exactly. and enjoy what you have also it takes away a lot of your joy it takes away a lot of your happiness and um 
I think um, what comparison does is it's shifting focus from being focused on what you have and enjoying what you have. Because that's also another thing that it's about is there's people who are just not content. Have you ever met people who are like living what you think to be a good life? But they're just like... They're just unhappy. And I think you you even miss what God is trying to teach you in those seasons. Exactly. Like, because there's a lesson in every place exactly. you're in. So there's a lesson. There's also sometimes an equipping like yes. for where God is taking you. Exactly. But if you are still focused, you won't even be able to draw the lessons from that place you're in. You won't be able to allow God to equip you or build your capacity for certain things. For instance, another thing I would like to maybe like touch on mm-hmm. is like in my role at work for a long time, I was like so frustrated because I mm. saw my friends going up and then God told me like, no, my dear, you're not, I want to teach you diligence. Yeah. yeah. You've been talking about road bound, road bank, but yes. for, before you get there, there's something, something I need to need teach to you here. Through, yeah. And I think that's the beauty again of always being like in fellowship with God, but also yes. going back to him. Yeah. Because I was now able to be like, mm, okay, good, but me, like, I'm not happy here. Like, mm. you can be that honest with him, but he then now pours into you and tells you, like, I have you here for a, a reason. reason. But I like yeah. that you brought that up because um, it's something that I actually don't like to talk about because maybe it's a needle in my flesh. <laughs> you know, when I look at my life, I'm like, oh, God, you've done so many amazing things. Yeah. But I always look back and I hold myself. I said, but God, I'm not in a courtroom. Yeah. You get what I mean? And I remember for the longest, longest time when I got admitted, I thought I'd be like, you know, I'm admitted to the bar. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be a lawyer. I'm going to be going to court. And the way God just shifted what I thought was and what I trusted so much would be, because I'll, I'll tell you, like going through law school and going through um, Ziali and all of that stuff, you know when you know you're excellent at something. Yes, yeah, and then capable. Like literally, and it, it got to a point where I knew I was good at litigation. Like, even if you ask anyone, and you're like, oh, what do you think about Apu and doing this? Show? They'll definitely be like, oh my gosh. Oh, it's hard. She, 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 she can kill it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I'll tell you, I've applied for 1,000 jobs at this point. But God has kept me in this particular spot, learning this particular aspect um, of taxation and what I'm doing. And God has just said, I'm not going to shift you. And I remember in the beginning, it used to be, but God, how am I going to make money and be able to build a house and be able to buy a car and be able to do my investing Mm -hmm. and be able to sustain my family? And God answered all those questions without moving, giving me the job that I want. You get what I mean? So also it's about, um, that's why I always say it's a lot about humility. Because, you know, when I look at my life, it's honestly a testament of what God can do. Mm -hmm. Because it's gotten to a point where whenever I bring it up and I try to bargain, (laughs) it's so funny because God will just bless me. But it won't be with the job that I think I should have. I think I was even thinking about you, like in mind, I don't know when, but I was dri- we were driving near a workplace and I was like, but like there there should be a reason. Yes. Why. Like I really yeah. strongly believe that God wastes nothing. Literally. Yeah. Like he can have you in a place and it may look a certain way, but God wastes nothing. He he really doesn't. And you see, I'll keep believing, I'll keep trusting. Mm-hmm. And um it's also just a point for me to always say, Look, God is faithful regardless. God is faithful regardless of what you think you need to have. Mm -hmm. God is faithful regardless of where you think you need to go. At the end of the day, God knows better than us. And that's just what I want everyone to go away with is that um, God knows you. God knows your heart. God sees your heart. And beyond anything, um, we've mentioned self-discovery. We've mentioned um, 
um, appreciating where you are. And we've also mentioned humility. And I'm so, so grateful that you came onto the podcast because I knew you had a lot to pour. I told you you had a lot to pour. And yeah, guys, thank you so much for tuning in to this episode. I'm so grateful that you took the time to listen in. And we'll see you in the next podcast. The Self-Propel Flower is a Christian community that I have created to be a source of communication, conversation, and education for young women. I'm Tapiwa Simukwai. I'm a Christian. I'm a wife. I'm a mother, a lawyer, and an academic. I hope that this platform can be a source of wellness and development for young women. Thank you so much for joining us.